hello and very autumnal welcome in this season of mists and mellow fruitfulness, not to mention rain. Welcome to Misadventures in Music with me, Mick Ord. And me, Ian Prowse. And for a Liverpool-based podcast, it's perhaps a bit strange that we've never actually had a guest on who made their name during the Merseybeat era of the early 60s. Well, we're remedying that today, big style. Our guest is none other than a man who had huge international hits in the 60s with the Merseybeats, the Merseys, and in the 70s with Liverpool Express. Yes, it's Billy Kinsley. Who else? <laughs> Morning, chaps. Good oh, to be here. I'm so Honest, made up. No, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> We've done, I've done uh, loads of gigs with Billy down the years for charity things. And after we've done the gig, I've always got him to one side, took him to the corner of a pub and I said, tell me all about it, Billy. So we're doing it officially now. We're doing it officially in half an hour, aren't we? (laughs) (laughs) Absolute proper legend. Uh, Yeah. William, lovely to have you here. How do you know my name is William? Because I read it on the internet. Ah, okay, fair enough. (laughs) And, Billy, um, you formed your first band, The Mavericks, with Tony Crane when you were about 14. 14, yeah. 14. I was at school, yeah. Well, I've got to ask you, what did your mum and dad think of you doing that? <laughs> um, well, they loved it until we started um, rehearsing in our front parlour. And my bass amp was, as, uh, was taller than me. <laughs> Right, and it had two 15-inch speakers in it. A coffin? A coffin, that would, yeah, yes, sorry, yeah. yeah. I was just going to get that in. Oh. <laughs> Coffins, we call them. Um, a great band called it The Big Three. The, guy, the lead guitarist at The Big Three. Uh, uh, Did you stop No, he, he, he made them. Oh, he made them, Yeah, okay. and he was a whiz kid. Ah. And, um, he had, they had the first one, and... Um, McCartney walked in, walked into the cabin one lunchtime session, and heard this incredible bass. Yeah, you know, booming off the cavern walls. No, no, it was just what what you know. It was like it wasn't too loud. It wasn't too quiet. Yeah, it was just a beautiful, beautiful bass sound. Yeah. And it was the the um, the guy out the big three who made them. He was a whiz kid. He went to live in Canada, and no one heard. Since he's probably still making them, in yeah, the probably, yeah, yeah. But that's isn't that amazing? I mean, 14, 14, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even pick up the guitar till I was 16, I don't think. So, you were already at it. When was your first actual professional gig then? Well, a professional gig is something you get paid for, yeah. So that didn't happen for a little while, it did, yeah. Oh, it did, okay. Yeah. They were very, uh, very, um, uh. Together in what they were doing, especially the cavern. Right, okay. But all the clubs in, in, there's a lot of them. Yeah. You know, and all in that one area. Yeah. Where the cavern is, still is. Yeah. Uh, the um, Iron Door and... Yeah. Yeah. Go on, go on. Was the rivalry between the clubs, <laughs> were you allowed to play in one but not the other? Was that well, how no, it felt? No, nothing like that. Right, okay. Nothing. When I uh, contacted you, I said, can you draw up a list of the songs that influenced you the most? And I got a great list here. And the first one, which will be no surprise to anyone yeah. who knows your music, is by the Everly Brothers. Maybe tomorrow. I know love again. Maybe tomorrow.
harmonies are just wonderful wonderful spot on in tune feel wise it's everything's there you know did you ever see them play live oh yeah yeah every time they were in Liverpool oh really yeah okay as soon as I know I was still at school again yeah. <laughs> um, my dad went to see them at the Empire he said and he said the stones were bottom of the bill oh, well okay. I was there that night then. was it yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they were just kind of messing around yeah he only did a few songs but Mick wasn't happy Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow and so the the Everly because the Everly brothers were huge weren't they absolutely yeah and they deserved it because they were just absolute magic yeah did they seem sort of um exotic and and unattainable because they were American did it seem like something you couldn't well, touch you probably yeah you know it's like as soon as um they'd finish a song and fill it uh, sorry Don yeah Don was the boy who all, did all the chat. His, his little younger brother was, you know, <laughs> elbowed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and Don uh, talking away, you know, and he, he knew what he was saying and he was like, he was very confident. Yeah. Uh, what an incredible accent he had. So to all of these young Liverpool lads in the crowd. Yeah, you were. Yeah. You are. <laughs> it must have, just gone, must have blown your minds seeing that for the first time. Yeah, yeah. It, and it did. And um, I had great um, brother and sister. My my sister's still over there in the states. Oh, okay. She went to live in the states, so she talks like that, you know. Now, now, you know? <laughs> right. and she's from Westbury Road. <laughs> <laughs> Where does she live in America? Um, she, uh, well, she's. Uh, I, I don't know at the moment. <laughs> okay. In America somewhere. She's moved around. It, it's right. the, the East Coast, you know. So whenever you've been to play over there, she's uh, she's come to see you, actually. Yeah, but we uh, we didn't play there a lot. Right, okay. Um, Canada we played oh, as, yeah. as well. I know you... We'll get to it later, but I know you were big in South America as well, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not jumping ahead here. No, 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 that. no, 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 that's fine. I, I mean, I, I noticed with quite a lot of your choices, Billy, Yeah, it's the harmonies that are just exquisite. Was that the thing that attracted you? Because I also read that, you, that your parents liked uh, the ink spots and stuff like that. My so dad did, yeah. Y your dad, your dad. He loved all that. And um, Sunday afternoon... You know, I don't know whether it's still going. Um, Sunday dinner, all, yeah. all your mates can, you know, and your neighbours, you know, get invited in. And it's that, it's, no, it's next door. They're doing it this, this week. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what it was like in um, especially on road. Is Kinsley an Irish name? Do you know? To be sure, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It, no, it's um, it's just Kinsley. It? And people say Kingsley. Right. Okay. With the yeah. G there. Where did your mum and dad come from? Did they, were they always been from Liverpool? Oh, Scousers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, okay. Because I, mean, I, 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 uh, I know that you had like a family uh, tragedy because the old people don't really talk about it so much. But a lot of people in your family died during the Blitz, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Uh, which is, uh, it's sort of not spoken about so much. But for what happened to the city... Um, it's it's hard to imagine how awful it was for the yeah, people back then. And my mum was a survivor. Right. All her brothers and sisters were killed. Right. Wow. My mum, uh, you know, obviously she she had me and a bro yeah. uh, my brother and a sister. Um, so, uh, you know, it, 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 life carried on. Yeah. But she well, lost. You, you would have been brought up hearing about all of that, wouldn't you? Obviously, that would have been right next year as you were growing up. That she'd lost oh, some yeah. of the members of her family. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. talking about them all. But my auntie Liz, my mum's eldest, so my older sister, um, she lived lived four doors away. Okay, Fedora Street. Yeah. Um, 
and my grandma lived at the back on Bowler Street. Right. Still, Bowler in, Street. in Anfield? In Anfield, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, we're all Anfield yeah. Uh, people. Yeah. Uh, well, it gets forgotten about these days. My mum especially, that yeah. broke her heart. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, like yeah. sisters and... Of course. Brother. So many. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, I think four, 4,000 people, you know, perished during... on in Birkenhead and Liverpool during the Blitz. And it's considering that amount of tragedy, it, it really doesn't get spoken about as no. much as it should, I don't think. Maybe it's too traumatic for the older people, I don't know. And I also think it's overshadowed the generation after that, like your generation, and to a degree mine. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it was not a subject. Now we talk quite openly about the yeah. Hillsborough tragedy or about, you know, whatever. But then yeah. it was... Keep it all People in. just wanted to move on, didn't yeah. they, I think? Well, yeah, yeah, I, I just... Um, and a little story for you. Um, years later, when I was 16, 17, um, Mersey, the Beatles were at... Um, were at Hamburg. They were, they were doing yeah. Hamburg, weren't they? Um, but we couldn't do Hamburg because they, they booked all the bands and it was full of... We had to wait for the next year. Um, but we could go to, um, where was it? I can't remember what city it was, it was now. Um, but we went there and my mum was so upset. Right, yeah. She didn't want me to go to yeah. Germany, you know. Because um, it was Germany. Yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, yeah, yeah, it was And, and it Germany. was because of the war. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Because yeah. they're directly responsible for... Exactly. ...for, you know, the death of, of close family. Yeah. Which is... Um, which is kind of understandable, you know. I mean, it obviously wasn't all Germans, but the, back in those days, you know, it, it's not long after the war, is it? And uh, it had such an effect exactly, on both yeah. German society and British society as well yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, as a young lad, where did you get your music from? Was it from the radio, from your mum and dad? Because there's this myth, and I'm saying it's a myth, Billy, maybe you put me right on it, but... There's a story going round. Oh, yeah, the Cunard Yanks brought all the records over. Is that true as well, at least as it relates to you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Just one answer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah we had... Um, my cousin, uh, my mum's sister's d daughter, yeah. lived four, four doors away in, in West Derby Road. Um, and she used to visit the American base of Bert Mudd. Um, and she um, fell in love with an American guy. I think that's, what, that's all she wants, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and she never came home. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't mean from Bert Mudd, I mean from America. <laughs> <laughs> and it, yeah. and, and you brought so, records of it, yeah. 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 And, and I was into records then. You know, Radio Luxembourg, sorry to say that, but um, you couldn't wait for this. This was your education, was it? Your musical oh, education? Yeah. yeah. So Radio Luxembourg, records from Americans. Where else would you hear music? Would you go into NEMS and listen to it? Was that um, a thing that happened? Yeah. And there was, there was quite a few music uh, re re record shops in, in the centre of Liverpool. Right. You must have seen the photographs with everyone in the little... Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, that's what it was like. Because you just go in and listen to the record. You didn't oh, yeah. have to buy it. No, you didn't no. have to buy it. So if you're... If, you know, if, if I, I had the the, uh, the cheek yeah. to take a little um, recorder in. <laughs> <laughs> I was still at school, you know. Yeah. I had a recorder. I don't, you I can take know. the boy out of Anfield. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know where to plug it in, but I was going <laughs> to... Copy them, and uh, eventually I, I don't know where I got, got a, the length of cable to, yeah. to do it, you know. But I did, and yeah. my sister and brother both made up. Didn't have to pay. <laughs> Brilliant. So, what sort of music would you have heard then? We've had the Everly Brothers. What kind of? What do you remember that really hit you next? That changed your outlook? Oh, yeah. yeah I got into all the harmony. I'm still oh, harmony. Okay. I'm still yeah. mad with harmonies. Yeah. And there was, uh, I'm trying to think of, and I can't, I'm sorry, but I yeah. can't remember half of them. The Marvelettes and all that sort of oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Miracles, you know. Yeah. Um, and, know and, and that was good. And then I go down a cavern, we're playing down a cavern. Yeah. And while we're setting that gear up, this, a, a, a 
great record. Bob Bowler's got a great record on. Right, okay. And that learns a lot from that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just um where the where the hell did he get that from? Yeah. Um and my sister in America. Yeah. You know, so I would they were flying to me. <laughs> yeah. Um records that you couldn't get here. Yeah. So I was I was absolutely knocked out with that. Well I think the the music of Black America changed everything, didn't it? For yeah. I mean for all of us even later on, generations yeah. really, I I always say that Motown is like almost like our folk music, you know, in that it's just been there all of the time of family do's, christenings, weddings. Once the Motown goes on, everybody gets off. Yeah. So I find it really uh, emotional. So, yeah. Well, the next track you've chosen, Billy, kind of answers uh, to a degree what Ian, Ian's question. It's Memphis, Tennessee by, by Chuck Perry. Never heard of it. <laughs> Long distance information give me Memphis, Tennessee. Help me find the party. Try to get in touch with me. She could not leave her number, but I know who placed the call. Cause my uncle took the message and he wrote it on the wall. Help me information, get in touch with my Marie. She's the only one who'd phone me here from Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, he did, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you went on to work with him later on, didn't you? Yeah. Actually be in his band. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what was he like as a guy then? Tell, us, tell no, us straight. What was Chuck Berry like, Bill? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it was the last time I worked with him. I worked with him in, in, in America. Yeah. I worked with him in Liverpool and I worked with him in Germany. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. But it was Chuck, you know. And even saying that, Chuck, he go, he give me a dirty look, because his name is Chuck. Yeah. He's American. Yeah. And, you know, Scousers say Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't like it. Oh, he didn't like it at all. That's no. A, it's a bizarre thing to so get worried about. So he wouldn't like you if you say that again. No. <laughs> I'd say Chuck. So and I'll, that, I'll, and I'll... That, Liverpool especially. When I was a kid, yeah. my gran and all, all the relatives, I'll oh, come on, Chuck. Yeah. Am yeah. I right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? That's it. Yeah. But, um, so he didn't like it when he called him that? No. Right. So I, I know he was, because I've spoken to, to you about this before, um, when I'm impressing you for the good old stories. He was, he was a bit of a tyrant, wasn't he, to play in his band? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was I remember you telling me once about his... Uh, he, he wouldn't let you have a guitar lead longer than about a foot. That's right. It's tied you to the amp, basically, yeah. just to teach you a lesson or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it did. <laughs> <laughs> How long did you work with him for? Too long. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. So but, by uh, the time you finished, he wasn't your hero anymore? No, after the first gig, he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> he was just a, a guy that you... 
it was it was very strange. I can't, I, I absolutely um, cannot give and uh, someone else who's you know yeah. anyone else I've worked with. Did isn't? So you you're glad when it was finished then I suppose. Yeah, it was just a one off. Yeah. But I just I, I think I still got this one uh, one of the um, one of the gigs that we filmed that was yeah. filmed. I must check them out. Well, you know, at at the end of a long day, you can always say, "I played for Chuck Berry." Yeah. You know, one of the originals, isn't it? Yeah. So I mean, because there's when uh, I think there's footage of Lennon playing with him. Oh yes, I've and seen uh, that. Is and it? you can tell Lennon's absolutely thrilled to be yeah. anywhere near Chuck Berry. Yeah. Uh, but then I think Yoko Ono starts singing in that bit it's, of football. It's You'll have to watch it. You'll have to watch it, Billy. Because oh no, it was on an American that. TV. The yeah, Mike in the seventies, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And he's, yeah. and they start singing Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah. And then Yoko is there at the front with like bongos, isn't yeah. she? And then she starts wailing, and Chuck Berry just looks around and says, "What?" I'm glad you on? said wailing. <laughs> and then they pull their lead out. I think. Oh, I think, did they? I think that's what the. The story, yeah. so, you, so you couldn't hear it. But well, you could tell that Lennon was thrilled to be anywhere near him. So, uh, yeah. oh, so you yeah. got to tour yeah. them. Were you playing the bass at this point for him? Was it the bass oh, you were yeah, playing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And you know, this this um, in in Memphis, especially as I've said, yeah, the bass playing is 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 um, it's a one off. It's yeah, you know, um, and you, you, once you. Uh, you listen to it. You start to do all the other songs in, in the, in the yeah. show, um, and they, it, that took over, right? You know, uh, I, well, except for um, rock and roll music or something like yeah. that. You didn't do that riff, but um, if if it was like it, anything near Memphis, yeah. you know, that'd be the bass. Okay, because he. He he was famous for like picking up bands wherever he went, wasn't he? And they he'd play the bands, but he'd always be mean to them if they didn't do it exactly the way he was. But there'd be no rehearsals or anything. He didn't know what, he, what a, a rehearsal was. No. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Because it's basically twelve bar. He thought that that's yeah. yeah yeah. You should know your onions, even if he's going to change it halfway through a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get paid from him? He, he, still wait, still waiting for this. Because <laughs> he has a reputation for that, doesn't he? He's got a reputation for everything. For everything, yeah. yeah. In the modern era, I don't think he'd last five minutes. No, he no, wouldn't. No, no. no, no. Um, the next track you've chosen, Billy, is the Shirelles. Will you still love me tomorrow? Yeah. Still the sun. 
all of it. And that was 1961. So did you try to... Um, how did they influence you musically? Did you try to, uh, you know, sort of copy some of their harmonies or was it the tune or, or what? Because you, you were starting to... You were starting up your band at the time, the Mavericks, aren't you? And then it, yeah. Then you went into the Mersey Beats. Yeah. But I was into harmonies more than anyone, you know. Um, and so they were right up my street. I just listened to yeah. it. Um, and really, I should have made a list of all the harmony ones. American, not British. No, no. Um, the, the ones from Britain, England, uh, they were in... The the, uh, the shows on on a Saturday on Italian it was a bit yeah, yeah. A bit cheesy yeah yeah. yeah 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 so when you formed the Mersey Beats yeah. and that was part of the the time the very early sixties when Liverpool bands Merseyside bands were starting mm. to go everywhere and you had a hit didn't you you, you had your first hit with the Mersey Beats and that. It, you, you, I know you've been asked this question millions of times, but what was the scene like when you look back at it now? Was it friendly? Was it competitive? Was, did it feel like the city was at the centre of the musical universe, you know? It's hard to answer that one because you don't know what's going on outside. But when you go... When you... Um, <coughs> sorry, excuse me. Um, start getting gigs all over England and Britain. Yeah. Um, that's that's when it, it, it was very different. Oh, they're from Liverpool, right? They've got to be good. And you get the, you could send the worst band that's ever got together, get it in Liverpool, yeah. Send them up to Scotland, they'd be they'd have a gig every night, you know, just because they were from Liverpool, just because they were, yeah, because people were Scousers. like, yeah, people were, um, in London and you know, Manchester and Birmingham, they're all. Affecting a Scouse accent, weren't they, to get their their bands going? Yeah, very affected. <laughs> yeah, which is uh, which is crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, how did you? How did all of the bands who were doing well out of Liverpool? How did you all get on? You know what, Grace? Yeah, really good. Because um, you see each other around the country, I imagine. Yeah, but be- before that, um, when we were just playing the cavern and, and the Iron Door and yeah. gigs like that, um, you'd. You'd want to play with, you know, a couple of other bands. Yeah. Because what happens, you know, um, in the dressing rooms, we, you know, we have a good laugh. Yeah. Maybe someone will bring, uh, bring a, you know, a glass of, glass of beer for you, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't drink that, but the, I was far too young. But um, it, that's what it was like. It was um, enjoying it. Yeah. And we all did. Yeah. Yeah. And can you remember the first time that you came across the four lads or any of the four boys well, well um where that was would that have been in the cavern was the cavern yeah there was yeah. a couple of lads in in, in class of school yeah newsham i was at newsham yeah um and uh they'd be they knew i was in a in a group it wasn't it wasn't a band then it was a group yeah. group <laughs> <laughs> and uh <clears throat> And they'd be saying, and they knew us into music, you know. But, um, oh, you, you want to go down a cavern? And I was, I wasn't like it. Uh, my, my sister went down a cavern. Yeah. Um, and my brother. My mum did as well. What? My mum used to go down with. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, what bands? It's the Beatles. Yeah. Yeah. So this is why I'm saying to you, when was the actual first time that you, that you came into contact with or saw any of the Beatles? When was that? What would that have been? And which one was it? Um, I've never really thought of that, to be honest. But uh, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm thinking now. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, they were was, like a four-headed beast, weren't they? So they were the Beatles. They, yeah. They, yeah, they were kind of... But a, I remember going into the um, dressing room, Yeah. talking to Paul yeah. about his base cabinet. Which we which we call coffins, yeah. Um, and it, it, it was like a coffin. It was, it was up to my shoulders, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, and it, 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 was, it was made out of um, uh, what was the? Is it fiberglass or something like that? I'm trying to think of the wood, cheap wood. Right. Oh, chipboard. Chipboard. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I was I was pretty good. I was topping in, in, in woodwork at school. Right, okay. So it was right up my street. <laughs> and I went home um, after I got the measurements off. off um, I don't know whether it was Paul McCartney's bass cap or um, Johnny Gustafsson. Yeah. He was the bass player in the big three. Great bass player. Yeah. Um, he sang as well, but not, not like Macca. Yeah. But as a bass player, he was magic. Absolutely magic. So you you like backstage in the cavern? With those talking, two. Talking. And a few others. Oh, yeah. You know, about... Uh, I was one of the you boys, were, you, were, you were a couple of years younger than the Beatles, were you? Still am, yeah. Yeah, still. <laughs> okay, I've got to get well, not in. all of them. Um, so, they, so then you just... Could you tell at that time when you're watching them as a young man that they stood out or they were just part of, of a great scene? No, they stood out. Did they? Yeah, they stood out because, as I say, I was going, my brother uh, was taking me to see everything that was on. Yeah. Um, on town, on, on the big theatres in, in Liverpool. Yeah. Um, no matter whether they were from Canada, America, South Africa, yeah. um, I was taken along to see them. Right. You know. And they, why did they stand out? Why did the what, Beatles stand yeah, out? What was it specifically? Well, because they were doing things that, songs that no one, the others weren't. Which harmony would have been a big part of, which is your Spot thing, on, yeah. yeah. I was well into harmonies at school. Yeah. And I was in my last year at school then. I was 15. Yeah. You know, that was the age. So, um, and I couldn't wait to leave school. To um, I, I was captain of the football team. Yeah. So I had to be careful because I still wanted to carry on playing on a Saturday. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so you're a classic <coughs> scout story, aren't you? Music and football. Yeah. That's all yeah. the city cares yeah. about, even to this day, isn't it? You know? Yeah. <laughs> wow, okay. And it's in your family, isn't it? Because your dad, you were telling me before we turned the mic on, your dad could have played for Everton, couldn't he, before? Yeah, yeah. Got a few photographs of my dad. Um, <laughs> typical Scouser. Yeah. You know, he must have been told by whoever took the photograph to go in the backyard, backyard yeah. um, and stun, stand up, um, which he did. And so he's standing there next door to the lavatory. <laughs> yeah. The outside bog. <laughs> that was my dad. Yeah. Oh. Wow. So you, you, you're watching the Beatles and you're checking out that they're doing the harmonies and they're really inventive, aren't they? Yeah, but and even the ones that we do, we do yeah. they do them properly. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> so you, you kind of knew that they were? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then, and then obviously you became friends with them as well. Yeah, and uh, whilst the whole world's obsession with with the Fabs, with the Beatles, becomes stronger and stronger and stronger with every passing minute, it seems like every aspect of their uh, lives, each day, could be redocumented as a major feature film, couldn't it? That such is the massive interest. You just knew them as mates. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, we asked, we used to ask him when I was um, when the Beatles started their own. Um, well, Apple was Apple, it? yeah, Apple. yeah. Um, I was part of that. Okay, um, and it was the same thing again. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'd be going home for the week uh, for the weekend, but up to back up to Liverpool, and um, George, George especially, um, and you know, with his with his accent, Liverpool accent. Hey, fellas, are you going to, up to Liverpool again? Yeah. You know, why yeah. are you going every every weekend? I, I tell him every the same story every week. Yeah. You know, well, I'm, well, you know, we're playing. I'm I'm playing football as well. Yeah, you know? yeah. Oh, are you still playing football? Oh, no, sorry, are you still playing football? Then you know, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> so it's because they never didn't really bother coming back that much. But no, you were, really. yeah, you were coming to see. Your family and well, we were still at home. Yeah, yeah. You never moved down there. No, no. Okay, yeah. but I saw a lot of what was going on. You know, the, the music in London, um, and at studios there because I was getting work. Were you a session player at this yeah. time? So your involvement with Apple was a, as a session bass player, was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you played on a lot of those records then. Yeah, quite a few. Wow. Badfinger and all that. They were good, good mates. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, there was a story with Badfinger. I... It's pro- probably not repeatable, is it? <laughs> no, I, I got got two of them together. Oh, okay. Um. Oh, and then he, he when they broke up, he went to live in America. And I can't remember yeah. his name now. Okay. Joey was it? No, Joey was my friend. Yeah. Joey Joey Molland. Yeah. Um, he was a scouser. Yeah. From just up the road here. So it was. So this is now into the late sixties, and and oh. uh, there's still a scouse scene going on around the Beatles. Very much so. Yeah. They've come to you and said, "Would well, you want to? Yeah. You know, want to work on the? Yeah. You know, and this is post Beatlemania. It's post them changing the cultural landscape mm-hmm. for all time. Yeah. This is into another uh, phase of of you know the wonder of them, and there's still like loads of Liverpool yeah fellas around. And they'd ask and. and um, I'm trying to think of the people. The, the people um, uh, they'd ask him about. Um, I can't. I can't remember. Because they had, Sorry, they had I can't, uh, can't remember them. big, uh, <coughs> big Mal, didn't they? As a, yeah, they, uh, yeah, as um, and uh, Mal Evans. Yeah, yeah. So and you were all. You obviously all had a common language. Didn't yeah, you? and, and Neil Nell. Yeah, um, it was like you know coming to Liverpool every day. Yeah, and because they had, did they have their own recording studios down there? Where would you do all the all the session playing? Was it Abbey Road or was it somewhere else? Um, well, they were recording. Um, I think the Abbey Road recordings would be uh, the the um, the record company would be paying for them. Right, oh, I see. Yeah. So it was a bit yeah awkward, you know. Yeah. Because they go somewhere else and uh, record. Yeah. Where did you actually record the Mersey Beats uh, hits? Where? Where, yeah. Um, was it up here or was it down there? Oh, no, in London. Oh, was it in London? Yeah. yeah. There was nothing then here. Was yeah. No. Except in half front parlour. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the cheapest little. <laughs> well, did you know, you know at this time inch. as well, in order to make these things happen? <laughs> Did you know that you had to get involved with Brian Epstein? Did you know that that was the the golden ticket was to have him be interested in you? Well, then we knew, we knew Brian. Oh, did you? Yeah. How did you know? Well, he was he was the Beatles um, yeah. boss, wasn't he? You know, yeah. and Nem's boss. See, it wasn't just the Beatles boss; it was Nem's. Yeah, and that was a big shop. Um, you know, and if you if you wanted your record, you, that's where you go. If you couldn't buy it, you know, if it wasn't in the charts, but it was in, in the American charts, and yeah, yeah, Brian would do all that. So he was basically scouting around, wasn't he? And yeah, he that's when he would have seen you play. Yeah, you and Tony. Yeah, right, okay. And John and yeah. Aaron. Yeah, because John Banks was still up there yeah. as a drummer. Okay, he's been dead a long time. But right, okay. What was uh, Brian like as a manager with you? Um, well, we were all, all young lads and we were a bit fed up that he, you know, he didn't do anything for us or the big three or who, who, who else was that? Brian yeah. had. It was all the Beatles and it was Jerry Beatles, and yeah. Silla. Jerry, yeah. yeah. And Silla as well. And Silla. So we had those three huge acts. Did yeah. you feel as though you weren't getting enough yeah. attention? Yeah. 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 And we went, but we were kids, so. Yeah. You know, um, kids do that, don't they? Of course. Yeah. Jealousy. Is so <laughs> <Yeah. lovely. laughs> well, very appropriately, we're going to play. You'll tell us about the Who in a minute because I know you supported the Who. But the Who. F- first of all, we want to oh, play the Who. Um, Sorrow by the Merseys, which was, of course, one of your big hits after the Mersey beats. <laughs>
Well, we didn't know they were going to put the, those um, that brass on. Oh, really? Yeah, we recorded it without the brass. Uh-huh. And then um, we, we're getting phone calls. Oh, we just did your, your new record, you know. Oh, it's su- superb, you know, especially the brass. <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the producer put that on afterwards? Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. You're not the first that's, a, that's ever happened to Exactly. <laughs> that was... Um, did you were you happy with the final production or would you have preferred it without brass? No, we we loved it. Yeah, yeah. And everyone everyone was coming up to us because you know when that happens, you've got a great single and it's going to come out. You're giving them out to everybody. Yeah, we 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 were to play to somebody else, so they buy it. You know what I mean? And it, that worked as well. Yeah, you know, all the mates know you. It's not you've you've got to order this. Right. Um, yeah, that was a good period. So was this one a big hit for you, Sorrow? Yeah, and yeah. It, we never got had a number one. Right. Not in yeah. this country anyway, but that was closest. Was it number, number three. four? Three, was it? Three yeah. or four, yeah. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. What did you feel like at the time that when that happened? <laughs> How old were you now? <laughs> You're 17 or...? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, a couple of years before that, I was a paper boy. Well, <laughs> You know? Yeah. So I'd be walking along when the record was out, and I'd, I'd be singing it. And you know, and, and walking like I had, I was still a paper boy. Yeah, you know, and, and I don't know why, but that, that's the stupid things you do when you're a young lad. Um, yeah, and so it was in in the charts, and I go back to dishing <laughs> the papers on. Yeah, the, the Liverpool Echo and the Daily Mirror. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so when you, so now you're in the top five. And you're touring and playing everywhere. So, what was it like when you would come back into Liverpool? Would the would the other back would the bands who are less successful would they be like, oh, here he is? No, <laughs> no, they weren't really. No, because um, it's like that now. I have to tell you. Is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of us we had a football team. Yeah, as I'm, I'm looking at that one, those photographs, and that reminds me of the football team okay. at Mersey BC Eleven. And um, so we were all good mates, and, and some were in the fourth year, some in the first year. If you re- if they were really good, yeah. they got in the team. And after Brian Epstein, you were then managed by Kit Lambert, who had the Who, weren't you? Yeah. And, all and you went on tour with the Who as well. You were supporting the Who, weren't you, a lot of the time? Yeah. What was they? What was it like with them? Because they were mad. they were wild like. <laughs> they were mad, crazy lunatics, but they were our mates. Yeah. <laughs> and it's nice to have a, a lunatic for a, a, a mate. Keith Moon was a genuine Moon lunatic. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and John, because I was bass player, John, uh, me and John were close. You know, yeah, we'd go to the same pubs. Yeah, you know, I was seventeen, going still going to the pub or whatever. Um, with the Who, with the Who, yeah, yeah. They would put London pubs. Yeah, must have been magical times. It was. It was. Yeah. And I'd like to go back to some of those pubs because they're all still there, apparently. Yeah. In in, in um, <clears throat> Do you remember any of them? No. Yeah, in the West End would all this been in yeah. Soho and Soho. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I can't. Yeah, all the pubs are still there in Soho. They're still fantastic. I'm sure they are. Boozers down there. London pubs are great. Uh, that that must have been because the Who were like huge, and their music was seismic, wasn't it? And to this day, a lot of it sounds fantastic. Yeah. So to have to be uh, part of that ride must have been fantastic for you. Yeah. Well, they used to come round with us when when, when they, if they were playing Liverpool or Manchester. Yeah. They come and see us and end up in the spare bedroom after time. You know? Really? Yeah. Because yeah. uh, it was the, or the on the couch. Was, they were bizarre because the drummer was like the front man, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, more than the front man and more than the actual Nuri Mad yeah oh, what amazing times that must have been was he into playing pranks on you or anything like that he certainly was go on then <laughs> I can't think at the moment um, I should have planned for, I should have <laughs> yeah. who's that Keith Moon Mooney was he Moose the li- uh, Mooney Moon the Loon, Loon. Yeah. yeah Moon the Loon and he was was he but it was you know we got on absolutely uh, like not brothers like but co- your cousin cousins from yeah. London 
Here's your mates from London here. Where did you tour with them? Can you remember whether you went to America or was it just Europe? And just Europe. All oh, right, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've never thought about that before. It was just Europe, yeah. And then after the mid-60s, a lot of the bands in the UK started, in inverted commas, going heavy, didn't they? Yeah. It was the heavy movie. Like, after Cream and that, bands were getting heavy and we stuff. We played like a lot with Cream. Oh, did you? Yeah, we had the same agent. The same amps and same um, PA. Ah, okay. So it was very handy. And, and we had, had the same agents, I think, as well. Yeah. What, were, what were they like when they were starting? Like, did you think they, they were going to be as big as they were? No, did you just... but we loved watching them. Yeah. Oh, we, we watch them every night. Yeah. 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 You know, Clapson. Yeah. Wow. Superb. And were you ever tempted to go along that sort of heavy route, Billy? Yeah. Like, yeah. But no one wanted us to. <laughs> we were we were a pop band, you know. Yeah, yeah. When did the the Mersey Beats all kind of come to an end? Because you, you changed the name to the Merseys, was it? Yeah. When did it kind of fizzle out for well, you? Well, that was Kit Lambert's song manager. That was his idea. Oh, was it? Kit Lambert okay. and Chris Stamp. Yeah. Chris Stamp. His brother. Right. Yeah. Oh, Terence Stamp's Terrence, brother. Yeah. 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 Terence Stamp. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So they they suggested you change the name to the Merseys. Yeah. And uh, how long did that last for? Or did that kind of... Quite a while. Was it effective? Think, yeah, I think it name? was, yeah. If we move on throughout the 60s, then you had your career had a rebirth, really, didn't it, with Liverpool Express? <clears throat> yeah. Big hits in this country, and particular Europe, South America. South America was the biggest. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Well, Liverpool Express is probably what you're probably most known for, aren't you? Yeah. You know, that's yeah. that. Which is, I, I personally, I appreciate that because I, I started off with Pele and then I had Amsterdam, but I'm probably best known now for just being me, you know. Yeah. So it, it's, it would have been absolutely lovely for you to have a second bite of the cherry or third or fourth bite of the cherry yeah. in the 70s and do your biggest and best work. Yeah. yeah and didn't, didn't Paul McCartney say that you Are My Love is one of his famous yeah. favourite love songs. Knocked out with that. What an honour. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it, it is an amazing song with a, with a stunning melody. Yeah. But I'm going to rip uh, it off one day and pretend I've never met you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was something that I'll never forget was, was um, um, You Are My Love. Yeah. We're doing it on the Maracana Stadium, which is the biggest stadium in the world. Yeah. Wow. And um, and the, the cloud, the, the crowd went mad, yeah. crazy. Right. It was like they were they were like little kids in school. Yeah. You know, they, they were that thrilled. You know, th throwing wellies. At Do each we other know why the South Americans went so crazy? For I don't know. Liverpool Express. Yeah. But they did. Pele was there. Was he? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and he went on stage. Yeah. And he walked out. And, and it was that. And it was my side as well. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's like that. It's not. It's not like that. It's oh, like that. We greeted the audience, did he? Yeah, and like the the crowd were going mad, wow. absolutely crazy. Yeah, and we're in because we went into you are my love. Yeah, um, and that's one thing, one the, the big one. Yeah, that I'll never forget. Never forget. And he was he was thrilled to bits. Was he? Yeah. Well, he, he kept on walking through the crowd. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, because what I love about it as well is that you've retained, this is your, as I say, this is deep into your career. Uh, you've been going round and round the block, but you've you've called this new band Liverpool Express. And it's, yeah. you've gone straight back into who you are and where you're from yeah. and retained that eternal link with Liverpool, mm -hmm. you know, by putting it front and centre again. Yeah. Um, and it's worked for you. You know, because I I'm, I can remember Liverpool Express coming out. Yeah, I remember some of the clobber that you'd have on, <laughs> some of that seventies uh, and your haircuts. What's wrong you? with that? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I remember your haircuts above everything else. That was our manager, I think. Was it? It was, yeah, but um, yeah, and, um, no, South America was the, the best. Was it? Well, that's, yeah. Did you realise how far away it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's just bizarre that it should kick off there. Yeah. And you then you had to go and spend a lot of time there, I imagine. Um, not really, you know. 
<laughs> no, just the big ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the Maracana was uh, yeah. something I will never, ever forget. Right. Especially um, when Pele came in. Yeah. Um, halfway through the, 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 he did ask the road manager yeah. you know do you want me to sneak in and, we, and he said no 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 problem fucking Pelé for God's sake <laughs> get on the stage <laughs> and he we're in the middle of a number you know and, and and I'm because I wasn't singing I was just playing bass and someone else was singing and I go I'm waiting for a song I said Okay, it's belly, belly. We'll do it. Do it now. Yeah. And we did. And he walked in. And we're singing, you are my love. Oh. And it was just magic. Yeah. Never forget yeah. that. High as a kite. Yeah. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah. And you were saying about Paul McCartney loving um, You Are My Love. Yeah. I remember when Every Man Must Have a Dream came out, the follow up. Yeah. And a reviewer in one of the music papers said, John Lennon could have written this. Yeah. yeah, I remember. Really, I remember. Yeah. I don't know who it was. It was the NME or somebody yeah. like that. And to have that, to have that kind of comparison, must make, must have made you feel fantastic, mustn't it? All the well, stuff I felt pretty, uh, you know. <laughs> but it's all, you, you, it's all coming up from the salt in the Mersey, isn't it? You know, got it's a similar thing, isn't it? Yeah, is what it is. Um, it's it's in the kind of the DNA of the area, and you hear it to this day. You know, I was doing when I do the Monday Club, there'll be some young Liverpool bands who come in, and they've got the same thing. Yeah, you know, it's the same thing as the there's just a certain. It's partly attitude. It's partly the notes that they choose to sing. Yeah. It's the way that they sing them, and you know, obviously, Paul and John had it. You had it. A lot of the rest of us have had it as we've gone along. Yeah. And it, it, it connects the lot of us right down through the tradition of Liverpool music. Yeah. And it's a... That's a lovely way of putting it, Dad, isn't yeah. it? I, yeah. I think it does. Um, yeah. You also toured with Rod Stewart, didn't you? Liverpool Express supported Rod Stewart. Is that Oh, him, yeah. What was he like? <clears throat> it was. He, was, he wasn't very... Um, Anyway, yeah. uh, <laughs> you're so diplomatic. Was, was, was he not? Was he hard work? Was he? Was he not respectful of he was the support? There was lots of um, fights and arguing and, and um, knocks. Not, not with us, yeah. You know, with his band, but with his band, and especially his band. Right. Okay. And he'd, he'd bring he'd bring friends, yeah. and by the end of the, the gig, they weren't friends. Right. You know? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he was hard because they, oh. he would have been huge at that time, wouldn't he? Mid seventies was yeah, when he was. was at his yeah. absolute height. Because he did, he always strikes me that he he sing he was single minded about not being in the band with the lads anymore, and he wanted to be. That's it, you're spot on about him. You're spot on, yeah. Um, and something got lost along the way, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, and at backstage, on a lot of the gigs, all of a sudden you'd hear someone screaming or shouting. Ball in the way, you know. Yeah, and it, it was what maybe it wasn't him, but it was because of him. Yeah, what he just said or what he done. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, I hope this is getting recorded, and then he's going to hear it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ah, bollocks to it. It's such a shame because his early albums, so, some of those early albums, yeah, some of the songs, yeah, 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 you know, they were really, yeah, really. But he's not the only one to no, to forget that it's about music and think that it's about him. And then it becomes something else, you know. Because uh, at the end of the day, the only thing that really counts is the music. Yeah. And if you take your eye off that, then you end up becoming somebody like him, like a megalomaniac or an egomaniac or whatever it is. And he's not the only one, is he? <laughs> you know. So. Yeah, good title for a song. Though. Yeah. <laughs> In all walks of life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when I asked you for the list, Billy, you chose a song that I'd, I'd never heard heard of before, but when you hear it, you will. Okay. It's it's by a band called Orleans, Orleans, okay. and it's called Dance, Dance with, with Me. Yeah, right. I'm not and um, and your wife said to me, he loves that one, particularly the harmonies. Yeah. We again come back to harmonies. Yeah. Okay. So we so so we're going to play that now, and I think people listening, although they might know the band, know the song. 
And that's <laughs> <laughs> we used to do it. Did you? Yeah. I used to do that song. Yeah, yeah. Would suit but you we, down we to the ground, have, wouldn't we it? We couldn't have bettered that. That's right. Okay. Wonderful. That. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's fantastic harmonising. That yeah, isn't it? yeah. Wow. Is this a really stupid question? Are they from California? Because they sound like they are, even though the name's Orleans. They're American band, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. We don't know where they're from. I don't know where they're from. <laughs> no. That's all right. From Bootle. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bootle in New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a Liverpool in America. But I knew, I knew the song, but the band, I thought, yeah. Orleans never heard it's of them. Yeah. Wonder. They were, but what, yeah. but what a kind of... You old... could tell that you took a lot of, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, inspiration from that. Oh, no. Uh, as, a, yeah, yeah. as a band. Just love that record. Yeah. Love it. So what have the past sort of 15, 20 years been like, Bill? Because you've been, you know, you've been playing a lot regularly and you've been... You know, playing again with uh, Tony Crane at various times yeah. during the nineties and that. What's yeah. it been like the past twenty years? Um, it was great, but the the motorway system and getting from one gig to another, we were getting fed up with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. really. Wore well, you out. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, are we going to make this gig? You know, yeah. we've, we've well, we put an extra two hours on it, and you still, still don't make it. Yeah. It, that's how, how we felt. It was really, really getting to us. So you've essentially retired now. Pardon? You've retired. Yeah. 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 You, but you've done enough, haven't you? For God's sake. Yeah. You've had a, sixty years in the business. <laughs> yeah. Like wow. Sixty years. Sixty. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, but it was only five when we started. <laughs> <laughs> and where do you live now? Crosby. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, you went up in the world then. Um, well, live by the sea, don't we? Yeah, you got to, haven't you? Yeah. You deserve it. <laughs> I think, it's, it's, you know, for all those configurations of bands, starting off when you're young and then going again and getting bigger than you'd ever got and then going back and reliving it and, and all that, you deserve a rest, mate. You deserve to uh, to look at it all and, 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 you know, really see what your achievements have been, which have been 
absolutely huge, you know. Yeah. Well, as good as anybody in this city. Yeah. Proud yeah. to know you. Yeah. Fun? Oh, proud to know you. Oh, see, thank you, thank you. Definitely. Yeah, you know, when you're when you starting at 14, that's what does my head. I know, it's, it's, it's getting to you. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't stay my own cornflakes at 14. <laughs> For, it's well, he couldn't, he couldn't. He I couldn't, couldn't no. I couldn't stay Certainly couldn't coffee. have kept her... Uh, been delivering oh, papers in the morning Sorry, and playing in the cabin at night. <laughs> Could Definitely you? No. no, no. <laughs> and uh, one of the tracks that we were going to play early, but I thought I'd play it now because I remember mm. uh, when I was asking you about what tracks you wanted to play, you kept saying, oh, Buddy Holly and the Crickets. Yeah. And uh, you can hear them, particularly in the Mersey beats. Yeah. In the Mersey. So we're going to play uh, probably the, his best known tune, uh, Peggy Sue. Yeah. But Billy... Thanks for coming into Misadventures in Music. It's been amazing to have you, yeah, and it's been a privilege. Be and we're not we're not bullshit when we say we are proud to know you. <laughs> it's true, we are, true and loads of people are in this oh, city. Fantastic. fantastic. Thank you. Thanks for coming in, Bill. Well, I'm going now. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a song that I will never ever forget. Um, I watched Buddy Holly and the Crickets singing this um, just around the corner here at the Philharmonic. Wow. And I will never, ever forget. Yeah. He, he was, my, uh, him and the Everleys, yeah. and then the Beatles. Really? Yeah. In that order? Wow. Yeah. What, what an education. Not bad, is it? No. I want you to 